Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit O'Neill's on at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Delighted to be back again. That's This is two episodes in a week. We're delighted to keep the momentum up. I've got Shawnee O'Leary coming from his granny flat in Bentley East. Welcome along, Shawnee. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Come on, Shawnee. Great enthusiasm there. Great start. Well done. I've also got Giggles on the line coming to us from Elwood. Welcome along, Giggles. How are you, Liam? I'm good. Not as enthusiastic as Shawnee. That's okay. We can build up. Um, Shawnee's just finished his dinner. You can't see it here now on Zoom, but he's got a bit of a stain in his jumper. Some food's kind of dripped onto his jumper there. That's okay. Um, but the viewers can't see it, Shawnee. That's the, the beauty of doing podcasts. Well done. Um, great show coming up hey, for you here. Great show coming up for you here today now. We've got um, Damien Bow from Leash, um, an Australian man stuck in Leash. Well, sorry, no, Leash man stuck in Leash, but he's <laughs> he went home for a trip and can't, can't get back. Um, plays hurling up in Sydney, so we'll get to the lowdown how he's getting on back home. And we're also going to have a look back at some of the games, club games over the weekend in Cork, Kilkenny and Waterford. Happy to cover a few other games as well. Giggles, I know, was watching a lot over the weekend now that we are in lockdown again here in Melbourne, which we'll, we'll touch on as well. But first up, just some, uh, we got a tweet in there from one of the listeners for you, Giggles, uh, from Kevin Ryan, at Kevin RY, I won't call out, I think basically it's his date of birth. Um, big omission from this week on Giggles Corner. At the current time, Schlott Neil must be in the top 10 club teams Brilliantly consistent, only recent team to actually put it up to Bally Hale. Thoughts on that, Giggles? Yeah, fair point. Can't argue with that, and and um, I can't argue with that. I didn't think of any of the other teams to be honest. They're actually always the forgotten about province and fairness, and they always come down. and And everybody who played against them in an All Ireland semi final constantly talk about how hard it is to get over the line with them and. Maybe it's just that kind of belief piece that they, they never actually end up winning the semi-final. The only uh, exemption were Lockheed Shamrocks who actually went down and won the All-Ireland back in 2013 when they bet Cool Derry in the final. Your man Watson and Watson scored 3-7. Yeah. Um, so, Slot and Neil, I don't know much about them to be honest, but I've, I saw them against Baddy Hill last year and they were an impressive outfit. So, it's more my ignorance around the Slot and Neil team as opposed to me having an opinion on them. So, fair point, Kevin Ryan. Yeah, fair point, Kevin Ryan. I think, yeah, me and Shawnee should have probably picked up on that as well. We didn't pick up either, so apologies to Kevin and to Slot Neil. Yeah, that game, Bally Hill, Slot Neil, in that club baller and semi final was unreal game last year. It was an amazing game of hurling. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think we touched on it in that podcast actually, they have so many dual players playing the football and the hurling. The crossover between the two squads and they're both contending for club baller and championships is a phenomenal achievement for a club. There's not too many dual clubs like that in the whole country. Um, so yeah, they were going for um, three in a row there, like the, the Camogie, the senior hurlers, and the senior footballers were going for all Ireland titles. I think it was about two years ago, maybe three years ago. So yeah, that's a Camogie club. have won two all Irelands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, serious, serious going from from Slot Neil. So thanks, thanks for the tweet, Kevin. Um, get the tweets into us on Akadegea, also on Instagram, and email us at gadegea at gmail dot com. Um. So we also just a, a big shout out to our sponsors O'Neill's. Um they're obviously they have a huge presence here in Australia, not just for Gaelic games and today um they just became um the licensee for Queensland Rugby League. So they're delighted to be part of that. So they're gonna be making kits for all, all the club teams. Um 
right across Queensland now in in, in in rugby league. They also do some some union stuff as well. Um, so yeah, they're really growing here in Australia, and it's great to see an Irish company do do so well. So big shout out to everyone there in the office in, in South Australia, and hopefully we'll we'll see them again soon at a GA competition. Um, but coming up first, we we do have um, Bo, as he likes to be called, on the line. So we'll just bring Bo in now. It is always, you know, great to, you know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like. And but, you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started. Let's say our first game with with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and there's, there's nothing like coming back there. Like. The one the fancy oh, open top bus, I think we had Dublin's, Richard Dublin's lorry, and really, yeah. off, off in the back of the lorry and off down. It's just lovely country, and a few bonfires. Delighted to be joined by Bo on the line. Bo, thanks very much for making the time today. You're live in the air. No problem, Liam. Thanks very much for having me on. But is it fair to say you are a long-time listener of G.A.? A long, long time. I haven't missed any shows by any means. <laughs> Great man. I, could, I couldn't have Shawnee given out. No, no. It's good to keep. <laughs> it's good to keep tabs on Shawnee. Um, he often refers that's to your messages. Um, that's it. You have to keep Shawnee happy anyway. That's for sure. Oh, big time, big time. We're <laughs> trying to do that on a daily basis here. It's not easy. <laughs> but, but, boy, um, Shawnee was telling us you're. You're stuck in Leash, not a bad place to be stuck at the moment, but um, tell us about how, how that happened. Yeah, so I'm stuck at home. So basically, um, March the 12th there, we were flying home for a friend's wedding. Um, obviously, when we were flying home, we we were sort of flying home to the unknown, really, you know. We didn't know what was happening at home. We didn't know much about, like, you know yourselves, we didn't know a whole lot about the virus, to be honest, at the time. So basically, when we landed home... Um, got to the airport sister picked me up from the airport and asked me how the flight was whatever and then she broke the news to me nicely saying oh the wedding you're going to mightn't go ahead and I started laughing and I sort of said I said why is I said is Jimmy running away already and she goes no and she goes no no she said they're they're shutting the country down so I still didn't believe her anyway and came home and when I came home the kitchen was full of people and they were all in dismay really like saying what are they going to do and what's going to happen. So um, myself and Onion, that Shawnee knows well, Onion was up from Cork and uh, we went down to the pub and sure, it was like walking into a morgue in the pub. The boys were getting their last couple of pints before the pubs closed down. So yeah, basically within 24 hours, my whole life was turned upside down, I suppose. Came home for a three-week holiday and what, four months later, I'm still here. Jeez, that's some going. And um, Demo, I, th- I think since you've been since you've been home, you, and obviously you can't get back here. You've um, you've got into training, I guess, back home again with Ratdowney. Yeah, so um, we started back the sixteenth of uh, June. Went back hurling. Now, when I came home from Australia, I didn't think I would be falling straight back into a senior setup. Um, obviously, the couple of years I was in Australia weren't great to me, so I didn't come back in as good a condition as a lot of them boys were. But um, yeah, we went back training and we had six weeks to the championship. So our first championship game was Friday night and I came on, which I didn't expect at all, to be honest. When I left when I left for Australia six years ago, I didn't ever think I'd hurl senior again for Rat Downey Earl. But yeah, um, very good feeling to be coming back in from hurling in Australia to come back into senior grade. Um, 
and it just sort of touched on what Kegel was talking about last week. He was saying about lads coming home and, you know, falling into the, the grades of senior hurling and stuff. It's, it's, there's, I don't think there's much of a comparison. Do you know what I mean? Like hurling, you know what it's like to hurl in Australia, but when you come home and hurl at home, it's, it's, it's a different level. Like they're, they're nearly all like professionals here at home at the minute, you know? Yeah, and the game has probably progressed on so much, like since we've been, I guess, since we've been playing back. Um, how would you rate, I guess, the standards in, in, um, from here to back home in terms of the, the grading of senior in, in leash? Well, at the great, I, I would put, at Sydney at the minute, the standard of hurlers that are in Sydney, I'd, I put a good 15 from Sydney would put it up to a good intermediate team in leash now. But for a 15 in Sydney, it wouldn't put up to a good senior team in leash. It, this, like the standard of leash hurling, you've seen how well we done at inter-county level last year. Like the standard of inter-county hurling and leash was at its top last year. And that's that's followed on to club hurling. You know what I mean? So... We, we came in Friday night as reigning champions. Again, a very, very strong Cluck Balakala team. And we were very lucky to get away with a draw on Friday night. Like, And, and, and do you think and, uh, that the success of Leash last year has kind of rejuvenated the club hurling scene in Leash? Yeah, ab- absolutely. A hundred percent. Like, whereas before, I remember growing up, you know, when Leash were getting bet and like a lot of the young lads, a lot of the good hurlers didn't want to hurl with leash or they sort of turned their nose up to getting called up. And I myself once or twice turned my nose away from going in with the county and probably biggest regret in my life now, you know. But at the minute, like I see with my club, Rathowney Earl. So we have like Jack Kelly was nominated for an all-star. We have Eric Killeen, James Ryan, Ross King, Mark Havana, and obviously the captain, Patrick Horsell. They're all my club at home. And the young lads, they they just idolise them boys. They just, every train and every match, they just want to be around those lads and they they absolutely idolise them. And it's the likes of them that have brought Leash Hurland to where it is today. You know what I mean? It's it's just, it's, it's at, at its highest peak I've ever seen Leash Hurland at the minute. Yes, that's, that's great to hear, Bo. And w- w- would you give yourselves much of a chance in against the dubs in, in I suppose, eight or, eight or ten weeks' time in the first round of the championship? Well, you seen the Leinster campaign probably went as well as everyone expected. We won the game. We needed to stay up. And the feedback I'm getting from the inter-county boys at the minute is, well, should they have nothing to lose? You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, when we go to hurl Dublin in the Leinster Championship, they're going to have as much done as we have done, you know? So, Leash, Leash have nothing to fear. The, really, the Leash hurlers have absolutely nothing to fear going in again Dublin. Um, but I, I fancy our chances again. I definitely, I know Dublin will want revenge and stuff like that. But um, no, I think the Lee Shorlers now will definitely fancy their chances. Oh, how much would you attribute uh, Eddie to Brennan, Eddie Brennan? Would love to. Oh, go on, sorry. Sorry, how much would you attribute to the Eddie Brennan factor coming into Leash? Oh, um, oh, unbelievable! Eddie Brennan is just second to none there at the minute. Like the boy said, he's he's man management and he's just his attitude towards the team and. Every, everything about me said it's just so professional, like you know what I mean. And even, even when they won, won the Joe McDonough, like <laughs> there were stories of Eddie Brennan being behind the bar himself all hours of the morning, pulling drinks for the boys and throwing drinks out to him. And it was him, like that suggested, "You go for drinks, enjoy yourselves. You know, you deserve this. None of this." Like, you know, after winning the Joe McDonough and we had to hurl Dublin a week later, like a lot of teams would have been very professional about it. Went home, not drank, got themselves right. The leash boys drank for two or three days, like 
you know, and then went out and bet Dublin in a in a in a uh, an All Ireland. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, that was un- that was unbelievable yeah. last year. That was probably the shock of the summer. Um, coming off oh, the back of that, especially because Dublin, I think had Dublin beaten Galway the week before. They did, yeah. yeah. Dublin had yeah. beat Galway. Yeah, Dublin, Dublin had beaten had Galway, Galway and, the week before, and they were absolutely flying. And Leash came in and and heard the storm. I was actually over in France at the time. I remember watching it. I was like, oh my god, this is an unbelievable result. But Leash were absolutely brilliant the whole way through that. Um, they they were fantastic. Yeah, they were absolutely they were phenomenal. And even when it got a little bit tough again, Dublin, whereas before. I think the old leash teams would have laid down. This leash team got on and drove on again. You know what I mean? And that's just that's just the character and spirit that's in in leash at the minute. It's it's very very good to see. It's it's actually fantastic to see at the minute. And demo, um, just just in terms of your your memories of of, of hurling in Australia, Don. What is, what is one of your favourite memories hurling Australia so far? My at probably my favourite memory. I don't think one of the boys in the studio will like this. Is two thousand and seven seventeen state games. There was a save I made against a fella there. Do you remember that about that Eagles? No, <laughs> I vaguely remember it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sean, I, Talk I, us through it. Talk us through it, Paul. So, Liam, we were hurling Victoria in the state game semi-final now, you know, and at Eagles, I suppose he was going all right the same day, but we went uh, we we went to pint up there the last couple of minutes, and uh, if I remember well, Giggles caught a lovely ball in the corner, and he came through like a like a bull in the headlights, and, you know, he saw the limelights, but unfortunately, he had me in the way. I don't think he was too impressed now. Some say it was one of the best saves ever made out in Australia, but I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you, but it was I, actually just the truth. I give you my view. I give you my view from the other end of the field. I couldn't believe he missed it. I could not believe he missed it. He was five yards out from goal, and somehow he hit the only thing was you, Bo, the and the rest of the yeah. only thing he could hit. It was Bo, Bo, stand, Bo standing up with the hurl up in one hand and his other hand up in the other. And he actually drove it and it hit his finger and it tipped it out wide. <laughs> he didn't even move. I didn't even move. I, I, I didn't have to move, sure. I knew you we were going to miss it. <laughs> oh, that was, that was some safe and, ball, and, to be fair. And Demo, um, I guess your brother is a bit of a celebrity back in my own club in, in Watergastil. And, uh, yes, yes. Part of the part of the winning or the winning championship team last night, they were down a man for most of the game, and they beat Bell and Colling in the first round. Um, but uh, he's since he's come to Watergastil, he's a bit of a celebrity around the place. He's gotten himself involved in every GA team, I'd say, going at this stage. But he te- he also tells me that the reason you came home is to follow in his footsteps and try and get back on the county senior team. Is is that what he reckons it is? Yeah. Uh, Onion, yeah. Onion now, Onion had put his hand at anything where he try anything. He's like one of these lads. He he tell you what you want to hear. You know that sort of way. <laughs> he, he, he's living, he's living on a big reputation. When he hurled county senior for leash, he done this and he done that. That's the way Onion would be. But no, look. In fairness to him, now he's he's very good at, as by all accounts, Shawnee, When he was in with the Watergrass Hill Camogie, I think he brought him on leaps and bounds. And now he that did, he's yeah. in. Yeah, now that he's in with the Watergrass Hill Intermediates, look, they got a great win yesterday, first round of the championship. Like, he rang me yesterday after the match and he was absolutely buzzing on the phone about, you know. So, I suppose, from you being from Watergrass Hill, that's a massive win again, Ballancolic too. Yeah, it was, certainly was, especially when they win the men down and um, and they probably curtailed our most dangerous forward, Shane Ogo Regan, who's actually on the car panel. Um and there was other guys kind of stepped up and and got the victory. But it, no, in fairness to your brother, like he's been 
revelation down in, in the club. You know, it's always great to hear from someone with a different voice. And I guess he's immersed himself in the in the parish and he's been he's done a lot for Borgas Hill GA. Yeah, no, in fairness, he, he is he he's very good. Like and look, he loves doing that sort of thing, you know what I mean? And if you ask him to do anything, he'll do it and he'll he'll give a hundred percent and you know, I suppose for Thomas, like we'll have to give him credit where credit is due. He was he was a phenomenal hurler and stuff, but he picked up a couple of bad injuries and just couldn't recover from them. And you know, when you when I suppose when you pick up injuries, it's just it's it's hard to recover from. But yeah, he was like as much as he boasts and brags about, would you have to give him a bit of credit? He he was well able to play in fairness to him. He was he was a good servant for Leash now and Rathowney at the time. And obviously, Bo, now you're 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 home and you're you're back playing, which is great. And but things have kicked back off in Sydney. You probably would have seen they're back hurling. They're into their their first weekend. Their kind of regular game is just 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 gone by there. Um, what do you think is going to happen for yourself coming back out? Do you think you're going to be back out here, hopefully before Christmas, or are you just waiting until things open back up again? Are you kind of happy enough at home at the moment? Um, at the start when I, when I came home first, it was sort of like um. Like, you know, your whole life was turned upside down. I didn't know what to do or what was going to happen. But as time's gone on and I fell back in with the club and I've got back in with all the boys, it's like, right, I'm at home for now. We'll just, we'll weather the storm and see what happens, you know. Um, Like, there, there's not much in, in getting back. There's not much I can do till Australia opens back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, look. I, I, I love hurling with the Shamrocks. Absolutely loved hurling with the Shamrocks. And look, they're a massive part of me. But coming back to Rat Downey Earl, it's, it's, it's just a different feeling altogether. You know what I mean? And as you said, first round of championship started yesterday in Sydney. Now, we were bet by a very strong uh, McAnallen team. Seemingly, by all accounts, they, like, in the circumstances, they had 37 boys togged out yesterday. Oh, my McAnallens. It's unreal. <laughs> That's fair like going. that, that's unbel- that that's unbelievable. And like the way the way that system is working in Sydney at the minute is um, the format is you get two games, you lose your first, you still get a second second shot at the bullet. Um, but what it is then is you co- turn up. So you're given the time for your match. You turn up. You basically you're togged out, jerseys on, matches up on. Then once the match is over, you give the officials twenty minutes to sanitize. Uh, say footballs, flags, referees, whistles, uh, slitters, whatever. Um, so there's a 20 minute break in between it. Um, to play, and I don't know if it's the same in Melbourne, to play or train, you have to sign a, a weaver to say that you're feeling okay and you don't have a temperature. So every match, every training, you have to hand that in or you're not allowed to play. Um, and your temperature is checked going in through the gates the whole time as well. That's that's good to hear. That's what I gather from yeah. from the championship system, which is which is completely different towards home because at home we just feel basically um a, a, a sort of like a safe going back to play um statement, and that was it. Then you have your COVID officer every training just takes your name and make sure you're feeling all right. But there's no, we don't have to sign it every training. You know what I mean? So. Basically, from what I gather, New South Wales GA went off the return to play from the AFL. I think it's the very, very same system as the AFL. Yeah, they've done a great job up in New South Wales. Um, I suppose we were tracking towards getting back to play as well until things turned out fairly downhill fairly quick for us. And I don't know if you've heard the latest, Bob, but we're into a further lockdown now where um, we, have a, we have a curfew in place. You can't go outside your house after 8pm and you can't leave, go further than five kilometres from your house. So... 
There's... I've seen that it's yeah. can't be easy. That that's very 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 tough. Like we had it here for the first the first three months. Uh, you couldn't you were allowed to leave your house, but you weren't allowed to go two k outside the house, and it was very very tough. Obviously, you could only leave the house then for like essential travel if you needed to go to the shop or you needed like and it's it's for your mindset like. And I, I found myself for the first couple of weeks at home, especially like coming from Australia and, you know, living the high life and absolutely coming home then to being able to do that. And I found myself falling into a, a bad mindset. But then after a couple of weeks in, the rumor on the street was like, right, the hurling will be coming back. So I got back into a gym, got myself right, got myself ready to go again. And I'm back to like, never been away from home now do you know that sort of way I, I think that's the massive thing about being involved in the GEA that if you keep that link up when you do come back if you come back to your home your home parish or your home club you will slot back in straight away if you want like it's amazing you've gone back in at senior but it'll be just so it's amazing how you can, you can just fall back in with everyone who who's who's there like it's such a comforting yep. thing to know that you had that instant network when things reopen that's and it, now like, Ireland's flying again in regards GEA it's just unbelievable even oh, be unbelievable, up. yeah. And you, you touched on it last week as well. Um, about we go back about the inter county players being in with the club. Like, as I said, for us, having seven inter county players is and having those boys hurling with us is an absolute massive, massive asset. Like, training training is a hundred mile an hour, you know what I mean? And them boys are just driving everybody on, and it just it, it makes things a lot easier because when the county are back, we'd only have those boys for two league games, and we wouldn't see them then till the leash will get knocked out you know and they could come maybe a week before the first round of the championship and it's very hard then to find your feet you know without without those boys so you could hurl eight or nine league games without them lads and then you're trying to fit them back in for your championships you know that sort of way but to have them to have them now for the next couple of weeks is is a massive boost for every club in Ireland I think to have all the inter-county players and so it shows when you see if you watch any of the games on the telly that have inter-county players you can see how good the clubs are hurling when they have their players, you know. Yeah, no, definitely, Bob. We've been keeping a close eye on it here. Giggles, you want to ask Bo something there? I, I was just going to ask in your personal situation, Bo. You you accrued for work and back home and all that kind of crack. You, you slotted in that way easy enough, or what way has yeah. that worked out for you? Yeah, well, so at the minute, um, yeah, I'm doing, I won't say every day now, but a lot of the days, one of the boys is a block layer, so I just, I fall in with him. And to be honest with you, <laughs> Since the lockdown, I've nearly become a professional golf player. I'm playing a, a serious <laughs> amount of golf <laughs> in my spare time. But yeah, look, work-wise, is, it's there if I want it. It's just the only thing work-wise here is I have to go and do all my tickets. Everything I've brought home from Australia, is, it doesn't count for here. So if I want to go on the big sites with them and stuff, I can't do that sort of thing. You know what I mean? I'd have to go get yeah. my tickets and stuff. But look, everything else is, it's, it's like never been away, you know, as I said, slotting back in with the club and back into the parish. And look, we're we're a very, very close parish here in Rathowney. You're like everybody, if you're involved with the GAA, regardless of what grade, you're considered a superhero in this club, this town, you know. So, yeah, coming back was, for the first few weeks was tough. And obviously, as I said, once we got back into the GAA, it's just, it's, it's been brilliant, you know. Like even last night there now, uh, one of our friends, He's flying back to Dubai on uh, Saturday, but we had a bit of a team barbecue last night, a couple of drinks, and brilliant, absolutely brilliant crack, you know. And it's good, it's good to be back in among all that again, you know. As hard as it is being away from my life in Australia, it's it's good to get back to knowing. Well, if I do ever decide to come home from Australia, I'll be able to fall back in, you know. 
yeah. And do you, do you see yourself going back home or is, is Sydney your, 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 your base? I can't see myself going back home for a long time, you know what I mean? And that's why, to be honest, I'm fairly overwhelmed that I actually hurled senior Friday night. You know, I never in a million years thought once I left, I would hurl senior for at Downey Earl again, you know. So um, it's, it's pretty overwhelming when you got the call to come on, you know. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't prepared for it, and, you know. That's deadly. So man. it was great. Yeah, so it was, it was a great deadly, feeling yeah. there. Um, no, it's good. It's good to be back now. So we have two weeks break and we're out then in the second round then. Um, I think again Castletown, which will be another tough game, but hopefully we should come out the right side of that as well, I'd imagine. Brilliant. That's not the club that you played uh, where there was an incident at the end of the... Was it a county no. final? Yeah, that was county final 2018, Sean. No, that was that was cameras. They hurled... They hurled Burskill Cotton Thursday night and were best. Yeah, they that was um that was cameras. Look, I as the lad says, the less said about that, the the better, you know. Just that was hell that was handled very, very, very badly by Leash County Board. We like to discuss all the big topics here on Grenade, yeah. <laughs> Johnny likes digging up yeah, digging no, up the dirt. No, Johnny likes digging up the dirt. No, I oh. no hundred percent and look, it was I suppose it was a massive topic and especially for such a high profile hurler like Ross King like you know, if you if you if you come to Ratdowney Ireland, if any you know Ross King, he is the nicest fella you could ever come across. Like you know what I mean? He's so highly regarded in this club, and he just like Ross. Ross gets a lot of hardship because he's such a good hurler. He just he's a backman's nightmare. But you know what happened to him? Obviously, wasn't deserved. And I suppose the way things got blown up shouldn't have happened. And Ross didn't want it to happen the way it happened. Um, but look. My opinion, our county board dealt with it wrong, and that's that's I think that's an opinion of a lot of people from Leash. But look, nowadays as well, if you do something, you know, social media is going to blow things up. Social media blew it up like it was coming from lads that I know were hurling in England, like were ringing me and saying, "Did this happen?" Lads from the north, you know, people all over knew what was happening. Now, if you went out for a pint in Sydney, a lad you mightn't even know. But he'd know you're from right down your oh, is he your club? And he'd be talking about it. So that's that's how big it got, you know. It was it was massive. It was it's, absolutely it's, massive. It's nearly as big as the save you made, but like it's nearly got that uh, kind of same it headlines. Was, it, was, <laughs> it was as close enough as that save. Just and would you believe I won an all star from that save as well, you know? They said they have to Eagles miss they said they have to give me an all star for it. So thanks thanks for that, Eagles. <laughs> oh yeah, anytime you can repay the favor someday, but yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I repaid it in the final when I dropped the ball into the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Look, boy, thanks so much for making the time for coming on with us today, and um, we might check back in with you in a, in a few weeks' time, see how things are, are going at least and how how championship is progressing. But um, we're glad to hear that things are going well for you at home, and obviously we we love to see you back out here in in Australia. Fingers crossed, back in time for a sevens maybe early next year. That would be great Please to see you again. No, lovely stuff, boys. I appreciate you coming on. Look, massive fan of the show, and it's good to get on and talk to you. Um, no, appreciate it. Thanks very much, boys. Uh, we'll be expecting a big pick up in, in the listenership coming from Leash. I check the stats the next day after the podcast goes out. I can see the drill down, so I'll be hoping there's a big spike from that downy ball. I'll sh- I'll share it there now, lad. And that's it. You'll be you'll be global after this now once I share it. Global and trending. Big big reputation living up to it there. <laughs> Cheers, boy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, boys. All the best. And Thank you. Thanks Take care, bro. Mind yourself. Bye, bye. Bye. Good luck.
Settling in a fight I'd come be On a hippie trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under? Great to have Bo on there. What a character. Yeah, big Bo. He's a yeah. great character. He, he, he didn't mention the, 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 the dead rubber game in 2016 against Sydney. He was in goal and he, he was playing very well. And both ourselves and Sydney were playing the next day in the semi-final again. And I had a free on the 25-yard line. I saw Bo going in changing his hurley. So I went for a cheeky little fast free. And in fairness to him, he dived across the length of the goal and saved it. But in doing so, he burst his knee and he missed the semi-final the next day and they had to put the corner back in goal. <laughs> and I got two handy little goals off the corner back in the semi-final and Sydney got knocked out. <laughs> Poor old bogey. Yeah, no he's need. a good goalie at first. <laughs> he's a serious goalie, yeah. He's I know, serious I had to wait to get him off the air. I had to wait to get him off the air before I could see it. <laughs> you should have said that to me. You're not giving him a right to reply. We'll have to get him back on. Ring him back up there, Shawnee. <laughs> uh, he came on full forward. Or, yeah, I think he was full forward for Raton last weekend. That's unreal. How so oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look. It's, 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 it's very interesting to hear the power of the club. Like, and I think we heard it from Davey Ryan last week as well. And, and everybody's kind of talking about it on whatever media outlet they're talking about that. How amazing it is that the clubs are flourishing in the months of July and August when hurling is kind of should be played on, on the hard ground and having their county players available. It's, it's, it, it just goes to show that there's definitely a fix the fixtures issue. We won't get into that now, but um, it's so positive to hear it from a club perspective um, that, that that's flourishing at the moment and 99% of the hurlers aren't sitting around on their arse waiting for the 1% to finish up their championship. Yeah, no, look, and it's brilliant. Look, we, we let's get into it now on the, on the club scene. Um, the other big, huge benefit that we're getting is that all the all the games that are being streamed from our, from our counties at home, um, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, I watched three games from the Kilkenny... Uh, championship, league championship at the weekend if I was in Kilkenny I probably wouldn't have seen three games uh, so to be able to watch three games from here was it was unbelievable and they, um, the streaming service I think Waterford and Kilkenny have the same one giggles I think Bio Sport um, or yeah. what Kilkenny and Waterford County boards are doing and I, the, the quality was phenomenal watched um, James Stevens and Dane's Fort absolutely perfect quality stream was perfect commentary was perfect um just we're in such a lucky position to be able to do that when we're really getting the benefit of that over here especially when we're on lockdown 3.0 with absolutely nothing going on in Melbourne that we have all this amazing club action going on at home yeah. how, how did Richie Hogan look for Dane's Fort Liam? what? what was that Eagle? sorry? how was Richie Hogan looking for Dane Fort? I have to say that I was really surprised he was moving really well he was moving really well he was, he was kind of playing midfield and you know obviously you know, hearing Richie talk about his body towards the end of last year after the Ireland final and how much of a crock he is. He was moving really, really well. Midfield, swing forward was kind of like, you know, Dane's fort were out of the game for most of it, really, to be honest. And Paddy Hogan, Richie's brother, got a goal with a minute to go that brought him back with a point. Um, and then Machiru just tipped in another another point to, make, to, to go clear by two points. It was a poor match, to be honest. It wasn't a great standard. But great to see Richie play and, and playing well. Um, Connor Brown also Kenny Hurdle was centre back for for James Stevens. Um Nine Brazil, I think, is on the panel as well. He was wing back. But uh wasn't a great match, but great to see Richie playing and moving well. So I I reckon he's going to be definitely playing with Kenny again this year, which which is great to see. Um 
But the other, I suppose, game on Friday night was um, Ballyhale Shamrocks and, and Tullerone. I think we all watched that one. That was on TG Carr. That was a great game of hurling. Shawnee wasn't too impressed with the first half there. Uh, launching of, of uh, needless high balls, you were saying, Johnny, you weren't too impressed with the distribution yeah, from the backs. I, I know. I, I, thought, I thought it was a brilliant second half. I thought the first half, the, the, the half-back lines were just launching ball over and back and over and back. And like they just didn't... It was just brainless fucking defending. It was just Shawnee, watch the language. Stuff. This is a family show. And and then and then they got to grips with in the second half, started playing a bit more ball out in front of their forwards, you know, you know, switching the play and things like that. Um but no, I was a cracker of a second half. Absolutely brilliant. Tolerone gave them absolutely everything. And and they completely held um TJ Reed out of it. Yeah. So yeah. no, I thought it was breaking. I'll play the I'll play the audio here from uh from that goal at the end to equalise. It's us, it's us Gwail, you know, so we'll have to, Giggles, maybe you can, uh, you can translate for us. That, that was some goal, lads. That was an unbelievable goal. Like they, they, like four or five little 15, 20 yard passes. And for TJ, you would have thought TJ would have taken that on. Yeah. And he just saw one reading a better position and handed it off. It was good for Tuller to be honest. Yeah. But it was a brilliant finish to the match. Great vision, yeah. Owen Reid is like the unsung hero of Ballyhale. Like I think he has four or five all Ireland medals with Kilkenny. Just he's never really gotten on. And he was an unbelievable Fitzgibbon Cup and colleges player. Um, brilliant underage hurler for Kenny as well. He's still doing it like. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, he's, Owen Reid is 35, 36, I'd say, is he? He's in around. I think I he's think in around he the same be, age as me. He's 34. I think he might be a year or two younger than you, Eagles, but he's not far off it. He's not far off it. Um, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a brilliant hurler. And, and his game, it's funny enough, hasn't changed over the years. He's, he's you know, he's just a, an unbelievable stick man. And like. Brilliant yeah. finisher, absolutely brilliant finisher. Any chance he gets in around this, inside fourteen yards is a goal, typically. Um, yeah, and he, he was excellent. But uh, yeah, look, that was a cracking game. And seeing Tommy Walsh back playing senior hurling as well and featuring as well and getting a point or two from play was great to see. And obviously the lineup of Park and Park Walsh and TJ was a great tussle. Sean, you felt Park got the the better TJ in the first half. Well, I think I think throughout the whole game, I think he 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 definitely dominated him. And like look. TJ showed his class in the end with, with that, you know, making that goal. And he popped in. He missed a, a few frees that he normally doesn't miss. It. You know, he was just a bit off. But still, like, he he was in, you know, to he put himself in the position, you know, to draw up the game as well. So, I mean, look, that class always comes out in the end. But, like, I definitely would give the points to, um, to Parley Walsh and that. I yeah. thought he was phenomenal. He was all over the back line. Yeah, he was excellent. He was very good and fairness. Tommy... But Tullerone are a team, Liam, what do you think? You'd know more about them than I would, but they've got the two Tommy Welches, one either end of the field. They've Parik Welch, they've Kyogen in, in the forwards, who's serious forward. They've Shane Welch, who's on the verge of the kick any panel, I believe. They've a very strong team there. They're probably unlucky in the last few years not to get up senior. And now that they're up there on the crest of a wave after winning the All-Ireland, and you could hear what, the kind of a club that they have as well when you hear Tommy Welch talking. They, they've... They, they'll put it up like they, they could get to a quarter final or semi final, do you think? Oh, definitely. You know, they're a phenomenal club. They're so close knit up in Tullerone. Like, it's the living breed hurling. Um, and, like, you're right, they have an unbelievable spine. Tommy Walsh Jr., we'll call him, got man the match. Like, he yeah. did it. Like, Colin Felly did not really. Like, you know, he was, you know, he went off injured maybe around 10 minutes to go. He was phenomenal. 
I th- I, he was actually very unlucky Brilliant. with Kenny last year I thought he started okay and he got dropped I think after playing against Galway and won the round robin games and didn't get didn't get back in um, he's a great prospect for Kenny for the future I think yeah Giggles we've seen in Kenny the last few years any of the teams who come up from intermediate their first year up especially teams who've gone on and won a club all Ireland which a lot of the Kenny intermediate teams do go very well the first year in senior Go. I, I would definitely yeah. see them getting to Ireland semi-final or sorry a, a Kilkenny County semi-final um, and from looking at the other matches at the weekend um, they're up there easily in, in the top I say four or five clubs in Kilkenny they're definitely in the top half of the senior from what I've seen the first weekend and obviously there's a few more weekends to go but they're hurling with huge momentum no fear the shackles are off and they're actually very good to watch so yeah I think they, I think they'll do well um, Bally Hale like you said Johnny Minus Mullen and minus um, Michael Fenley, they had Richie Reid centre back. You know they are a different team. It, it does take them down a, a level or two. So yeah, it's going to be a good championship. Kenny Dixborough was the other game I watched. My my own club, the the bet in the Um, it was actually a good game as well. Um, and Dixborough streamed the match themselves online. Um, so it was very good quality again, and they had commentating. So unbelievable that those games are are be are, are able to watch. Be able to watch all the Dixborough games this year, which is going to be great. Um, it was great to see Killian Buckley back playing. He's playing centre back, and again, similar to Richie, you know, Killian didn't have a great year last couple of years with his body. You know, struggled with his knee and with different injuries. He was moving really well, um, played the full sixty minutes and kind of dominated for Dixborough at centre back. So, um, great to see him back playing and playing well amongst other Dixborough players. Bill Sheen playing as well. Um, but yeah, Brian Cody was down watching that one. I could see him on the stream. So, um, yeah, great for the borough to get get the points as well. Nice one. So it's, it, it, the Kenny Championship is set up very well, obviously, with Buddy Hale coming back to the pack a little bit with losing those two lads. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes over the next few weeks. Yeah, and Kenny's back to back, so it's a full round of fixtures this weekend again. Every game that's in Nolan Park is on TV, and then the clubs themselves, like Dixborough, are not in Nolan Park, but they're going streaming again themselves on Friday night. So there'll probably be six matches from Kenny on over on on the telly over the weekend so poor Henry won't be getting too many Paw Patrols or cartoons and he had to watch the Borough in a Stieg match <laughs> sat first thing on uh, on Sunday morning but he didn't mind it so he'll have to get used to that <laughs> Giggles you were yeah, de- I, you, you were delighted with, you were delighted with Liz Moore you got the, 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 poor old Morris absolutely did untold you you're, can't believe he's not involved with well, Watford I, I suppose if there's one way to answer being dropped off the county panel is scoring 217 in the first game you're back in the club championship um, but no, I think it was, as you were alluding to Liam, it was kind of special being able to watch your own club on telly in the first round of a club game that you usually wouldn't see. And um, yeah, McDara McDonough was commentating for the this more four mile game. Four mile had a massive win the week before against Dungarvan. And like, they've got Jamie and Tom Barron on the county team. They've got Shane Ryan and they've got Connor Gleeson. Um, so they have, a, they have a very strong team. But Lismore have a very, I guess I'd say they have a very strong team. They've got a couple of new lads this year. They've obviously got Irla Daly at centre-back, who's now on the water panel, and Jack Pendergast. They have Paddy Pendergast and Ray Barry and Morris and Shawnee Barry, who would have all been on the senior panel within the last few years. And they've brought on some young guys like Carrock Daly, who's Irla Daly's brother, was water minor last year. They've got a young Howard guy at cornerback. They just they have a nice balance about them, but they do struggle with numbers. Like I think there was maybe 22 on the whole this more panel or 23. Dan came on for his 28th season. Like Dan came on as a sub in 1993 when this more won the county final against Passage eight points to seven in an absolute monsoon in Welsh Park. I remember being there and he got the winning point um, at 16 years of age. And now he's coming on again at, at, at 
at 43 in 2020. And the game had come back to 22 points to 19 after Miss Moore dominated most of it. And they just threw Dan in at the edge of the square. He tapped down a ball for Ray Barry to get a point. Then he caught the ball, passed it to Morris, and Morris won a penalty. So he was involved in the 1-1 straight away. And then the high ball went in at the last minute of the game and Dan was in there with Morris, the two of them, kind of a twin towers, kind of a, a tactic, I'm sure, that they'll employ at the end of the game. And Morris caught it, not Dan, and, and scored the goal. But um, It's 28 it, it season, that's, un- that's unbelievable. That is just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but he's in great shape. He absolutely loves hurling. He still has, like, he, he obviously doesn't have the legs he did in 2007, 2006, 2005, but he still has the hands, he still has the finishing if he gets a chance. Um, he still has the head first. And he as he goes up, he trains this more. He's a selector as well as a, as a as a sub coming on. And he's just, he's a guy that when they go in, no matter how old he is, when he's 50 years of age coming on, probably with a few minutes to go, the fullback is just thinking to himself, I have to mark Dan very, very closely. So it takes the pressure off other forwards as well. And it, it creates space always. So it's more in a good position. They're going to be up against it against Dungarvan next weekend. They'll be the favourites for sure. Uh, but that's the kind of group for Malwater Dungarvan is more who would all be pretty even. Um, I think if you add De La Salle and Abbey Side into the mix there, you've probably got, and maybe to an extent Mount Sine, you've probably got six teams on a very even playing field and it would be a great championship if bloody Ballygunner weren't there. <laughs> but Ballygunner just seemed to be streets ahead of everybody. They have a huge pick. Um, they were in the Intermediate County Final last year as well as winning the senior. Um, they're going to be a hard team to beat, but great start from Lismore. And as you said, Mars scored 217 out of 222. Uh, 14 frees. I think, I think he had one wide in the whole game. He was just so accurate. And one three from play and a penalty. So but what do, what do you think, he, Eagles? He just, obviously, he's a, obviously, he's not in reward for at the moment, right? But if he if this club championship plays out and he's the main man for this more, which it looks like he's going to be, it'd be very hard for him not to call him in. Oh, it's 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 huge, and I think Liam Carl made a call at the start of the year, dropping Noel, huge, dropping Noel O'Connor's and and Morris, and for perceived, I suppose, lack of mobility, it was. But you, like you can't beat being able to score 2-6-2-7-2-10-2-17 in a game and just having that confidence and knowing where to be and accuracy. So, I, I don't know, with a shortened inter-county championship and having Morris Shanahan starting at full forward or Morris Shanahan coming on at half-time or at the end of the game, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, like, every single club double marks him, man marks him. You, we, you could see that in the game if anyone was watching it. They had one or two people on him for the whole game and he still managed to shrug lads off. And, there's one point I sent you on the video of it, like the, the wing back made a fucking beeline for him to draw, drive him out over the line and Morris took the shoulder. The man ends up on the ground and Morris is off the weak side, the perceived weak side drives it over the bar. So I, I think I think he definitely will be called back in. It'd be interesting to see, does he back it up? I'm sure he will next weekend against Dungarvan and how he goes, how does more go if they get to the knockout stages. Um, but uh, if Morris keeps this form up, the, the, it's a no-brainer. He has to be called back in. He has to, yeah, definitely. And Sean, you, seventeen is ridiculous. Like you're, you're keeping a close eye on Cork. You obviously you were watching the Hill had had a win. You touched on that with Bo there, but you were watching the Glen were, were playing, and we saw an unbelievable goal from Patrick Horgan. Like that was absolutely yeah. phenomenal. That clip you sent on to us. A bit of a dead rubber of a game, but like that was probably the highlight of the game. And I guess a few more passages of play that he had. Um, I get a similar like you know you talk about players coming on like that and taking the pressure off the younger guys like he's his younger brother was inside the full forward line as well and he's actually more of a bigger player than 
Patrick Horgan. But yeah, it was a bit of a dead rubber. They they completely dominated St. Finbars. Um from start to finish. There was no there was no real question about the winner in the end. But um yeah, that goal was class. Like to do that, to generate that power, like with his wrists, you know, from that far out is just crazy on the run. Yeah. But um, I think they'll and they're probably in the easiest group as well at the moment. They've got in that group is Group C. They've got Glen Rovers, Carrie Tool, Napier Shig and St. Finbars. Um, Napier Shig um, and Carrie Tool drew in the other game in that group. But I thought the pick of the game or the pick of the round was probably Middleton and Sars, which was on the night before. That's streamed through the Irish Examiner's um, YouTube page. And I watched that as well. Jerk Cunningham commentates in those games. And uh, that was a phenomenal game. So you had Ben O'Connor managing Middleton this year. Um which was kind of unusual, really, because as you'd all know, what kind of game style Ben O'Connor is going to bring to a team, and Middleton are real kind of a traditional, you know, old school team, you know, direct hurling in that type of way. But they seem to be running it through the lines a lot against Sars, and Sars are a very similar team like that, you know, where it's kind of nice hurling all the way up and down the field. It was a cracker of a game. Um, I was talking to Giggles actually yesterday when we were talking about the championship, like, and just looking at the Cork Championship compared to the, you know, Kilkenny Championship, like the styles are very evident in terms of the way they play. Like a lot of it is just fast, quick hurling and the tackling isn't there. And, you, you know, you know, the closing down of space, just, it's, it's just not in that in Cork hurling the way it is in Kilkenny hurling. Um, and that was a very free-flowing game, Middleton and Sarah. Sarah's came out on top in the end. Um but I'd say Middleton will definitely be in with a fair show to come come the end of the championship. Um, the other section, the other group section, then you had Blackrock, Newtown, Bishopstown, Aaron Zone. Um, Aaron Zone lost to Newtown and uh, Blackrock beat Bishopstown. You'd, you'd, you'd imagine like it'll be down to do about Sars, Middleton, Blackrock will be there, thereabouts. Newtown will get to the latter stages and then Glen Rovers. Like, but I'd say. It'll be down to Middleton, I'd say Middleton, Sars and, and Glen Rovers as to who would probably come through just from looking at it at the moment. Um, but yeah. But Shawnee, the, the, the Newtown, Newtown were down by 10, 10 points with 15 minutes to go and scored yeah. 11 unanswered yeah. points to win it by a point. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous Phenomenal. altogether. That's unbelievable. Jeez, yeah. That's unbelievable. That's a crazy score, isn't it? But uh, yeah, so I, it was a pity they didn't show Middleton and Sars, but I guess because it was in Parky Cueve, they probably showed that game. And um, there's probably a bit of snobbery too in terms of the city and the, the country teams there as well. You know, the city teams of the old Black or the old uh, Glen Rovers and the Bears kind of looked like a better thing on, on paper. But Middleton and Sars, I always thought was going to be a better game. There's better hurlers there. I mean, you had loads of Cork players on, on show for Middleton and Sars. Connerly Han got. I think he got 10 points. Um, again, the same day, he was playing centre forward. Um, Sean O'Leary Hayes played centre back there for Middleton. He was on the fringes of the Cork team. He was looked very impressive. They had Daniel Kearney. Actually, he was named in midfield and sat in centre back. But like what he was doing then was kind of sitting in front of Luke Farrell, um, who was up in the full forward line. And Pat White um, for Middleton was a former Cork and 21. Um, so it was interesting the tactics between Kieran Murphy and Ben O'Connor on the line as well. Um, but yeah, I, I still reckon the Middleton will be back within a shout come the end of this championship. It's a... 
And did you see the did you see the one hundred the, the Glen Rovers jersey that has the yeah. Christie Ring emblem on the side of it because he would have been a hundred years of age this year. It's gorgeous, isn't it? It's, it's quality. It's yeah, it's it's a lovely. And the goalie one is even is even sexier. It's like a black one. It's just a black jersey. So the, yeah. the silhouette of Ring pulling on the ball is a little bit more embellished. It's a, a nice touch from them. That's class. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you said as well about the streaming. I mean. I was up last night watching Watergastel play in the Intermediate Championship. I mean, you're dead right, Liam. Like, the access to Championship we have at home now has never been as good. Like, so this is probably the best thing. COVID is probably the best thing for us in terms of access to games. It'd just be great now if teams kept doing that. I, you know, I, I, I think they'll keep it going. Program. I think they'll keep it going post-COVID because, like, I know our club now has done it. It won't take away from attendances. The people who will still want to go to the matches will go to the matches if you're in a, cl- a county like Kilkenny mm-hmm. or Cork, but it'll just people who can't go due to being different parts of the world or even different parts of Ireland or even you know, some elderly people can't go to matches anymore, mobility or whatever, or even fear of going out because of COVID, they'll still be able to watch their club games. Um, so yeah, it's um, we're so spoiled for choice at the weekends now, Friday night onwards, and especially you can watch them on demand. That Bio Sport one is ridiculous. That you, you don't actually have to watch them live. You can purchase like they had a deal on for Kilkenny. It was a, you can buy a two game pass and watch them whenever you wanted. So I watched one of them live and watched the other one um, later uh, over the weekend. So yeah, unbelievable. Do you buy you buy a subscription to Bio Sport in for pa- your games? Is it pays you go for um, Kilkenny County Board for the ones in Ola Park, but Dixborough any game that's not been streamed on Bio Sport, the clubs can stream it themselves. So Dixborough streamed their own game. Yeah, BO Sport is doing them all in Waterford. The clubs aren't doing them themselves. It's just yeah. all on the BO Sport. It's the production company that do for TG Carr. So it's yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. And it was Aidan Fogarty was doing the commentating in Kilkenny, doing the commentating on his own. He actually did a fairly good job. John Mulhall was doing linesman again. Um in Nunn Park <laughs> I was just looking at him like bloody hell John Mulholland is a fair bit of weight on now at your wedding Liam when I saw him last time has he after losing that oh I don't know I'll have to ask him that now I haven't seen any photos since but yeah he was definitely <laughs> definitely had a gut in him at the wedding alright um, and he's also just got a job giggles in Mount Sign uh, secondary school oh great yeah yeah so yeah so we'll see he'll be getting involved there hurling wise as well I'm sure so we'll see how they go. He'll have Mal wearing the hoodie inside the Cooper helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Landers. Yeah, Mark Landers, yeah. So, look, yeah, look, we've another great week ahead of club action. It's obviously getting all the plaudits, like we said. It's getting all the coverage in the newspapers and the likes of the 42, all over Twitter, Instagram, everything. So, long may that continue for the next six weeks. And we're going to enjoy it. And then, obviously, fingers crossed, Ireland holds it together and we get an intercounty season don't it Tim Faith yet but yeah. like if that happens it'll just be phenomenal especially here we're just we're on lockdown 3.0 like we just said on my border for another 6 weeks curfew 5k radius the whole shebang kids at home day, creches daycare closed schools closed so all this sport is definitely keeping us going first time we had no sport this time we have every GA match Golf, Formula One, the AFL over here is on every night of the week at the moment because they're trying to finish off the season. So it's that's one upside is sport this time around. It's fantastic. Yeah, true point. So unfortunately, we don't have a Giggles corner tonight. Um, look, Giggles is kind of lacking like, like a bit of confidence after last week when he did his Giggles corner and it turned out there was no club championships and he had done his research. So I messaged him saying, Giggles, how are you set for Giggles corner? He said, look, no Giggles corner tonight. So... I know it's a big uh, favour for the listener, so apologies. Giggles, look, all is forgiven. Easy mistake. He still recovered well. 
just get back on for next week, please. If you can just, you have your week's notice now, just move on from last week. It's all good. I was going to say, I was going to say earlier, you, you should, you should have given the rat down your lads a bit of advice on how to keep things in house. Like after that dirty belt, you give me in training that night. It never, it never got outside the camp. What belt? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that dirty swing you pulled on me that one night? That was you hitting I, me. I tried to give it back to you then, you got all upset. <laughs> There's witnesses to that one now, we don't need to go into that. Are you witnesses? Um, but look, yeah, look, unfortunately, we won't be doing any any hurling this year Mel- for the rest of the year. Melbourne doesn't look like, so fingers crossed we'll get back going and looking like January, I'd say, at, at best for us, so... Shawnee and Giggles are, are tipping away doing a bit. I'm doing a bit on the bike. Shawnee and Giggles are doing some sprints together. Um, ten sprints on a Sunday. Giggles is getting through seven and then vomiting. So he's building up to try to get to eight now or nine without getting sick. So fair play to Giggles. Keep it up anyway. It's good Good you're doing it, but you're looking great there on the, on the Zoom call here. We're all setting up for Christmas in the pool this year, the three of us. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do an outside broadcast by the pool. Um, tops off, so we need to get in shape. As Shawnee, Shawnee always says... Covering the Ireland hurling final replay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be unreal, wouldn't it? Shawnee always says, don't you, Shawnee, summer bodies are made in winter, so that's what we're sticking to at the moment. That's it. That's it. Get working. <laughs> All right. Okay, I think that's it for today. We're talking shite here now, so um, we'll definitely be back on again next week. Delighted to have both. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, crazy situation to go home for a wedding and arrive in and then lock down and can't get back to these, like, whole life's up in in Sydney so we wish him well at right Downey over next week yeah got to play Senior Hurling yeah unbelievable um, yeah. so hopefully we get him back back on again and um, big shout out again obviously to our sponsors O'Neill's doing fantastic work signed that deal with Queensland Rugby League today um, great to be associated with them Irish company doing so well here in Australia so please get in touch with us on at GA on um, Instagram and also on Twitter or GA at gmail.com Johnny, thanks very much for coming on tonight. Thanks very much. Great show. If you do say so yourself. And thanks very much, Giggles. Giggles has walked away. <laughs> I think he's under pressure there. Jill is calling him there. He's been on for too long. He was only allowed on for half an hour, so he had to go. Sorry about that, everyone. We'll see you again <laughs> next week. Take care. Good luck, guys.